welcome once again to the Wanton Entrepreneurship Radio on Anchor.fm with Dr. Wanton. Today is 30th of December 2020. A show that gets you listening to business gurus tell their business stories. Business coach tell incredible success stories about amazing clients on the entrepreneurship deserts of commerce. We do this every week. With Dr. Wempton on the We Ride Online Studio on Anchor.fm. Welcome back. You wait, Dr. Wimpton on the Anchor.fm. And today's episode is centered on succeeding in business in Africa. And that is coming to you on the 30th of December, the year of our Lord 2020. And, um, we hope you're keeping safe and warm wherever you might be in any part of the world, whether it's winter and where is hot temperature, we think you're keeping cool. And where it is cold, we hope you're keeping warm. <laughs> I'm your talk show host, Dr. Wempton. Don't go away, just hang on in there and we will be right back. Welcome back, and on today's episode, we'll be finding out the most important aspect of succeeding in business in Africa. Yes, what will make or break your business in Africa? What determines if your business will be successful? These are the points salient point that we'll be discussing on this episode and if you have any contribution or if you want to chip in some ideas you can join us by dialing plus two three four seven zero four four three eight nine three one seven that is the we write the online studio live a calling studio number. Yeah, here are a few tips for consideration for a business in Africa for it to succeed. If you're an individual investor, you got to know yourself, your true motivational level spiritually, 
and physically. The amount of money you can risk, the amount of money you can walk away from, even if you have not made a profit. And what you're willing to do to be successful, the sacrifice, the wherewithal you're willing to put in to succeed. Well, if it's an organization, um, an international organization, do you have a separate department set up to recite the marketplace of your proposed African destination? You need to understand the citizenry of those destination states, their attitudinal and purchase power potential. Well, of course, the country's economic strengths and economics um, government policies. You got to understand the monetary and physical policies with a view at your ability to repatriate your hard earned profit. And well, of course, understanding the Brand development strategy that work in your African nation of destination. Sure, we all want to make millions of dollars. But what are you willing to give up to reach that goal? That is the first question that must bleep in your mind. Or in the minds of all the members of the team intending to internationalize. You got to consider the how factors. And I'm going to reel out the how factors right now. How many hours a week will you work on an ongoing basis? How far out of your comfort zone are you willing to stretch? How far will your family stretch with you? To be successful, Keep your business plans in line with your personal and family goals. And of course, resources. It all must be in tune with your nation of destination culture, tradition, and reception to foreign investors. Number four, you got to choose the right business for you or how your existing business fits into that nation's economic business environment. You see, gone are the days when we have the old formula which says find a need and fill it. Yeah, it still works, but it will not always work all of the time. Just imagine COVID-19 pandemic of 1920, look at the way it reels in and the way it affected businesses. Okay, so the key to success in finding needs that you can feel, that you want to feel, and that will produce enough income to build a profitable business in that African nation is key. Be sure there really is a market for what you want to sell, produce, or services you want to deliver. One of the biggest mistakes startups make is to assume a lot of people will want to buy a particular product or service because the business owner 
likes the idea or knows one or two people who wants the products or services in the country of destination. Uh, for example, because a nation like Nigeria's teeming, bulging youth population and expanding middle class looks attractive, how powerful is their purchasing power backed up with ability to make payments? Now that determines the bottom line. To minimize the risk for loss and never assume there is a market, that has to be in your mind. You got to research the ideas thoroughly. Talk to real potential prospects, especially who aren't friends and family, to find out if what you want to sell is something they'd be interested in buying, and if so, what they'll pay for the product or services. Research your potential existing market in those countries, including their financial institution, whether they be bank, whether it be angel investor institutions, whether they be financial insurance or hedge funders. You got to understand the modus operandi. So, no matter what type of business you are starting or running. You will have competitors as well. Even if there's no other business offering exactly what you plan to sell or offer in that country, there is very likelihood of that or for alternative products or services and likely customers that already benefits and they provide. They're happy with it. So, are you willing to educate? Are you willing to market teach? That's another question. To be successful, you need to recite the competition, the competitors, the policies, the product, the strategy, marketing, management, sales, all of this you got to understand. You have to find out as much as possible about what they sell and how they sell it. Competitive research is something you should plan on doing on an ongoing basis in every part of Africa. If there really aren't any other competitors, it is possible there isn't a market or a real need for what you want to go sell. You may have to build a consumerism education model into your business plan. So, plan to succeed. If you're not seeking investors or putting a huge sum of money into your business, you may not need an elaborate business plan, but you still need to do a business plan anyway. On that specific goal you have in mind about your country of destination, and then lay out at least a skeletal roadmap for how you'll get to where you want to go in those African countries. The plan will change from time to time as you progress and learn more about your country of destination in terms of their customers, competition, market, and economy. 
but it will still help you to stay focused and head you in the right direction. You got to have to use a business planning worksheet to help develop the basic plans and schematic implementation day by day activities so you are sure you are on schedule. You got to have a thorough understanding of your operational needs. Most people who are thinking about starting a business in Africa focus majorly on what they'll sell or services they'll provide and who they'll sell it to. Now, how effective, how effective, how effective is logistic in the country? Will they be delivered based on zip codes plan, through posts, or you need existing logistic company partners in the community? You got to find out those operational apprentices. How much customer support will be required? Either to answer questions about the product or to respond to people whose shipments have, haven't arrived. What sort of customer relationship department or team you put together? Will you need to accept credit cards? How well positioned are the financial institutions in that country? For wire connection transfer and card system. Will you invoice customers direct, digitally? Who will follow up to be sure you're paid, especially when you have connectivity downtime? Who will build and maintain your website and social media presence? Will you be able to use a virtual assistance for such tasks? Or will you have to hire employees specially to do that? Even if you are starting a small personal service business, there are issues you should consider and plan for. Africa-wide diversity and variance in culture and manpower supplies varies. Don't procrastinate, you see. African continent is the newest emerging economy of the world. I've had so many people advise will-be business owners thinking Africa to not move ahead with their business until they have invested every last details of business they want to start and absolutely be sure it's all going to work out and be profitable. Well, the problem with that approach is that it leads to procrastination. No one ever really has all the pieces in place. Even after they have started the business, yes, you need to recite the market consistently, have a tremendous rudimentary plan in place, and also get to understand that country's financial and taxation system. That may be need to register over a long period of time, liaise with local officials, it might be required. But if you try to make everything perfect before you launch, you may never get around 
starting your business at all. In a country like um, uh, Guinea, where you need to wait about three to four weeks, <laughs> you show all your um, uh, business documentation are complete before you start up in business. How long are you willing to wait? So some individual or companies start through nomination of local representat representatives or agents or perhaps an existing business in similar products or services. Some by partnership terms of marketing entry. Some on a small scale before going all out. Some people believe that entrepreneurs are risk takers but for the most part successful entrepreneurs don't like working blindfolded or on a limb scale instead they take controlled risk controlled calculated risk they test an idea on a small scale even in a small country or local authority council area then build on what works well. Tweak it slightly. What shows up as promissory yesterday might not necessarily be today or even tomorrow. And it might need to be discarded or turn out to be a disaster tomorrow. Don't fixate on mistakes or get demoralized by them. The difference between successful people and everyone else is that the successful people learn from their mistake, make amends, and move on. They don't dwell on failure, blame the economy, cause their bad lucks, or blame other people for their fates. If the path to their goal is blocked, they look for an alternative path, or sometimes choose a different, more attainable goal. Well... If you ever need free business startup checklists by uh, We Radio Online management team, um, you can send us a mail. We will send it to you. It's absolutely free. So send us a mail and we can forward it to you. It's free of charge. You can send it to We Radio Online studio at gmail.com or you can send it to wimptonglow at gmail.com. Or you can go to We Radio Online Studio on Facebook and you can send it as a comment. And um, we will try as much as possible to forward it to you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. That is my producer. Yeah, before I go away, I want to say thank you very much to everybody listening out there. Um, sorry the Zoom didn't work today. I don't know why. Um, I want to say thank you to uh, Florence Kekong, my station manager across the United States. Uh, Bimbola Ogunyele, station manager for Lagos. Timida, your uh, station manager for the Northern Hemisphere. And I want to say thank you to Felis Akwai, our regional West African station manager in Ghana. Thank you all very much. And for those of you who are listening, I'd like to thank you very much. And I will say to you, please...
continue to maintain the physical distancing maintain your distance wash your hands and use your face mask and I want to wish you a wonderful new year 2021 in advance I have been your talk show host Dr. Wemton on We Radio Online Radio on Anchor.fm Take care of yourself God bless you and we hope to read from you again in the new year 2021 Yes, I will not go without saying thank you very much to my producer Mr. James Devine moderating all the way from Scotland in the United Kingdom Thank you very much, James. Wishing you a wonderful new year 2021. Thank you very much. God bless.